Welcome to BetterScope, sponsored by Remo Staff, Growth and Freedom with Remote Experts. And this episode's special sponsor, Smurfy Creative Video. In each episode, we interview successful people to understand how to be better. My special guest today is Gilbert Francois. Coach, mentor, and entrepreneur, Gilbert Francois owned and ran successful national and international businesses in multiple market segments, working with Inc. 500, listed privately-owned company owners, Accenture, McKinsey, and other M&A companies. The work of passion is helping clients to truly have only those things of utmost value to them, being authentic in their leadership and reinventing to pragmatically apply newfound strengths into business optimization and commercial strategies. Today, Gilbert will provide insights on what is his better scope and what is the better scope in self-coaching in 2024. Welcome, Gilbert, to BetterScope. Lubo, thank you very much for the introduction. It was really nice to, to hear you and really good to spend time with you again. It's been, you know, I've really enjoyed every time we've gotten together. Yeah, look, no worries to you. Welcome. And uh, I always love to find where our guests are based. From where have you joined us today? So the most common place um, that people would know is Harvey Bay on the east coast of Australia. Well, we're just north of Harvey Bay. So we're in the sub top end of the subtropics and it's beautiful weather, 34 degrees and the high humidity. So it's, you know, it feels like home. I'm um, originally Mauritian by birth. So being back in the tropics as close to it is pretty good. Oh, well, this is very nice. So how far is for Brisbane this? Um, so it's about a four and a half hour drive north of brisbane okay so okay yeah well should be probably very hot um so tell me a little bit about your journey how you came to where you are today (laughs) thanks for a good question you know i don't often reflect back to the beginnings um basically um the earliest part of my business career was in uh, sound engineering and then um, I turned that from sound engineering into mechanical services and uh, created a mechanical services company that um, uh, I grew nationally and, and then internationally servicing Australian Navy, American Navy, and, and also the German Navy and New Zealand Navy, which was a lot of fun. And then when I um, broke those businesses down and sold them off, um, I was going to take a year off and a good friend of mine by the name of Edwin gave me a call. Um, he worked um, for ThyssenKrupp and he, he asked me a simple question, would you like to go on an adventure? And I replied, yes. So we built um, Australia's largest renewable energy company at the time and that got sold to um, to General Electric. And from around then, I was mentoring people and and helping friends in business, but never really um, paying attention to the results that they were getting more so um, really happy that I could help somebody get something that they wanted or or get out of a little bit of trouble or if they were stuck to help them move forward. So today, um, I have five businesses and um, inclusive of the consultancy service that I offer. And it's really exciting to be involved in the five businesses that I, I have today. Uh, one is a, a scaling business where we build out infrastructure for companies so that they can actually grow because there's a big difference between growth and scaling. 
and then a, a well-being business um, where we have the latest biohacking um, equipment and um, basically you walk into a room, you get a scan, you set your goal, uh, you get a ring and monitors your biofeedback and progress to attain your goal at the end, which is really cool. We open on the uh, – we redesigned the business um, because of the COVID years there were some difficulties, so we redesigned the business and we've got our relaunch and on the 15th of January – uh, soft launch and then beginning of March hard launch in the middle of London which is really exciting and um, also I have like I said before the consultancy business and um, another business that I have is a software as a service app in the construction industry which is pretty cool it's connecting uh, tradespeople with suppliers and also delivery drivers and comes from a place of pure education to help tradespeople not lose money for simple mistakes like incorrect parts being ordered. Um, so that's what I'm doing today. And, you know, my, my work of passion is um, really helping people um, redefine themselves as necessary to get their goals and attain their goals and, and implement really cool strategies to do it. Yeah, look, uh, it's such kind of an amazing journey. And, uh, you know, like, so you, I, I never thought that you have like a five businesses, like, a, so when do you have time to, 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 you know, to focus and to spend to everyone? Um, but which one are more related to coaching to the topic of our discussion? Yeah. So business evolution program, which has been running for over 20 years now, um, as Business Evolution Program itself. Um, it's been running for approximately as a P2YLTD entity for um, 14 years. And that's where I do all my coaching and mentoring. And that's the place where I feel like I'm in a sandpit and nothing else exists, you know, and have amazing relationships with great clients all over the world. So that's the focus. And, and I do a lot of coaching, yeah. Oh, well, well, this is very interesting. Um, so, you know, like I've been as well in the corporate world for almost 20 years and then I moved to my own company or like uh, several businesses that I'm uh, running right now. So um, what would you recommend to someone that is starting their own entrepreneurial journey, what they should be doing or what they should be focusing on? It's a really good question. Um, when I reflect back on my journey, um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about self-coaching as well because I really want people to uh, leave this session, um, this time that you and I have together, um, with some really um, detailed action steps. And so to answer your question, um, where I would start is with who I am first. Uh, what I found with most entrepreneurs is that um, subordinating who they are to life circumstances uh, really slows down progress. I'm not saying that you won't hit hurdles, but when you know who you are at, at the deepest level, you can qualify decisions to move forward more easily than um, if you were trying to keep up with the Joneses or trying to do this and trying to do that instead of making decisions about this is who I am, this is what I want, this is what I'm going to get as a person which is of high value. That's my, my tip for entrepreneurs who are starting. So self-coaching, you know, like uh, um, it's not a quite a common practice. So, you know, there are coaches that are coaching others. So by self-coaching, I mean, can you explore probably a bit deeper like in, in self-coaching? Um, so how 
entrepreneurs should be self-coaching themselves or how they should be educating themselves? Mm. Okay, so there's a couple of questions there, and they're really good questions. The, the first one I'll, I'll touch on is educating themselves. Um, I'm only going to go from my opinion um, f- based on what I've seen works really well for my clients. Um, what works really well is to be vulnerable enough with yourself to pick the area that you have a lot of lack in or minimal experience and then look for those resources that you can qualify that will fill those gaps. And it sounds really simple, but when you take your time to really work out what skills you want that you don't have, the results on self-education are fantastic because you're more deliberate with what you're learning. So that's the the first part of the question. The second part of the question is self-coaching. It's a really interesting um, thing to um, coach yourself. Now, it's really important to have a level of bias in coaching. But if you want to do this work yourself, you can do it. It's not something that um, any no one can do. Everyone can do this. So um, I'm a I work uh, heavily with values. Now people talk about values and they say, well, you know, I know what my values are, and that's fantastic because nobody can tell you what your values are. What your values are for yourself is right for you. But to actually dig down a little further and ask yourself a few questions. So the first question would be, what is the meaning of this value? So, for example, let's just pick one word. Um, I'll pick the most common word I hear, integrity. You know, it's like, okay, I understand the word integrity. However, integrity has a different meaning for a lot of different people. It's really rare to come up with the same meaning of the definition of integrity in your values, that this is exactly the same as somebody else. Everybody has a different perspective in life. So the first step, understand what those values mean to you. The second step, look at those areas in your life that those values live in. Now, I'm going to make a distinction here because you have a set of values personally, and then when you start a business, you have an entity. Yes, I was going to ask. I was going to ask about this because, like, it's, uh, should the entrepreneur consider his personal values or the values that he will be creating in in his business? Okay, so it's it's a really interesting question. I get a lot. lot. So when you create a, a, a company, you're creating an entity. When you think about that word, it's something that has a relationship with other things. It's an entity in itself. It is not you. So you decide what values that entity is going to practice, pragmatically practice in all of the transactional steps in that business. And when I say transactional, I don't mean money exchange only. Any exchange, customer service, first contact. How do you actually execute on those values? So you need to know what those values mean. In coming back to personal self-coaching, it's the same thing. And have a look at the areas in your life where you're not fulfilled. What that's, that's a message for you. That's a signal. 
that's an indicator to say, hey, you know what? You're not feeling fulfilled because you're not giving yourself what's most important. And what's most important is your values. That's what fulfillment is. That's what purpose is. Live your values. So what are they? And now where is it that you're not becoming fulfilled? Find what values you're not fulfilling and then work out why. Work out things like I need to change X, Y, Z in my life to have that value realized for myself. And that is one of the most basic forms of self-coaching that you could apply. Something that's really important, uh, when you set the goals for your entity or yourself, um, have a look at those goals and ensure that by having those values, you'll have more of those values by attaining the goal. Because if you achieve a goal and you don't have more of what you value, you won't have motivation. You won't find your purpose. You won't be living your purpose. You don't really need motivation if you live your values. Now, what happens to most entities and people is that um, you subordinate your values to other things, difficult times. Maybe you've got a bit of poor cash flow and you work from desperation or you surrender those values because you're wanting to please someone else. You have to really look at where you're giving up your values so that you can make decisions not to. Now, it may sound selfish, but the good thing about values is they're not at the cost of other people. It's only for you. Yeah, look, I, I agree with you. Like it's... Uh... Uh, and, and by the way, like, thank you for reminding me. Like, I, I remember my values as well. And, um, you know, like sometimes, uh, uh, people have, have a bit of confusion with, between values, mission, um, and as well, like, uh, uh, we have our own values and we have mission as well. And thank you for reminding because I think it's really important, uh, for, and, and in my case, like, uh, I'm, so values that we have in business, I'm definitely, uh, I have applied them because I am applying them in my life uh, as yeah. those values. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's an interesting, interesting discussion. Uh, so what else uh, for uh, entrepreneurs or what kind of other steps would you recommend them? Um, in the context of self-coaching or outside in business in general? Oh, whatever. It's, yeah. it's, it's okay. fantastic. <laughs> um, I'll talk about a little bit of coaching in business. I think that would be really good. So in the scaling business that we have, um, we really focus on ambition and I do that in the coaching as well because when you, when you understand what you want, why you want it, then it's easy to work out how to get it. The only trouble people have is where do I find the how? Where are the resources that have the biggest impact for my journey? in business, and personally too. So when you take the time to study the infrastructure that you need to support what you want to achieve, that's when growth occurs. So you can grow your business easily. Most people um, have trouble with growth because the infrastructure doesn't expose the problems in the business. And that's what infrastructure and systems and processes are designed to do. Build them to break them 
so that you can redesign them to make them better and optimize them. So being an entrepreneur, I think it's really important to actually sit down and say, okay, um, what is my purpose? What is my goal? How do I want to support that? And how do I want to live? It's the same for the entity. What is my, my purpose? What's my ambition? Why do I have that? How is it that I'm going to do it? And how do I know that I'm doing it that way? How do I measure it? You know, we, we have to, and when you measure, it's a really good feedback mechanism for understanding where to put your time and energy. That's a big thing for entrepreneurs. Where do I put my time and energy? And that's what I was talking about earlier with subordinating your values. Yeah, If you're having difficulty in an area, if you're struggling, if you find resistance, if you're feeling discomfort, that means that your highest values that you've set for yourself are trying to tell you, hey, don't focus in this area. Focus in what's most important to you. As an entrepreneur, write your values and beliefs, and that's the sandbox that you create and live by that, and you'll have a really good time. I'm not saying you won't have problems. Because yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> the problems are an amazing gift. It's like life trauma. If you dive into the trauma, you'll eventually find solutions for yourself. It's the same in business. Um, I remember when COVID struck and everybody was in a panic, what's going to happen to my business? You know, this is really bad. Um, when COVID struck, um, I grabbed my team and I said, okay, let's have a think of what's happening now and let's critically think and disassociate from the whole event and work out what we want to focus on because people in our community need that. Somebody has to do it. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, uh, you mentioned about critical thinking, so like, let's touch this topic like uh, once again in, in a sec. But, uh, you know, I think uh, when you have some difficulties or some challenges or, uh, for example, COVID, uh, it's not only challenge, it's an opportunity. So it's, it's as well like a, a whatever you can consider, like the glass is half full or half empty. What is your vision? For example, uh, in many uh, businesses, they have started to use more remote workers. And for example, this is like, it, it's actually outsourcing <laughs> was booming. And uh, uh, this is where previously uh, such kind of like a, uh, uh, remote options were available for big companies and by the way uh, accenture was the first company that was using outsourcing like just like it's uh, more than uh, 32 years ago already um uh, and again so think about opportunity because actually during covid like uh, how online was booming it was like uh, incredibly uh, online was booming and was uh, and or has created a lot of challenge to brick and mortals but again mm -hmm. like uh, think for the brick and mortals, this could be as well an opportunity maybe to go online or, or maybe to establish uh, different channels of sales. Yeah, but yeah. Let's, come back, let's come back to critical thinking. So uh, let's explore more about uh, critical thinking. Yeah. So um, the way I like to think about critical thinking <laughs> is how do I actually be very objective so that I'm not tied into the problem at hand? So how do I disassociate? And there's a lot of games that I've learned over the years and techniques to actually engage into the critical thinking mode. 
So, for example, putting yourself into somebody else's shoes. Um, there's a little game that I love playing um, called You Know How Some People. So you know how some people have brick-and-mortar businesses and they can't see through the how would they see, see, how would they see. So we're constantly disassociating and taking one step aside to view things objectively. And so critical thinking opens up opportunities everywhere because you're not thinking from the perception that created the understanding. Is it, did you hear that? The perception that created the understanding. You can't solve a problem with that. You know, I, I forget who said that. Um, I think it was Einstein. He said you can't solve a problem from the perception that recognised it. You know, so so it's really important to stand aside and think through things objectively. Um, in the 70s or 80s, I think there was um, one of the highest paid careers that you could get into is lateral thinking, you know, using oh. disassociation techniques. Well, I think that we can discuss about critical thinking a lot because I love this topic uh, very much. Um, but coming about the problem solving, so I need to, to say thanks to our sponsors. Uh, RemoStuff brings time, money, and freedom to busy entrepreneurs via outsourcing. With RemoStuff, you'll get not a virtual, but a real offshore expert dedicated only for you that will support your business. Hire an offshore expert with RemoStuff and go on a free four-day holiday. Smurfy Creative Video is a boutique video content creation agency on a mission to help brands engage and connect with their customers through effective and tailored video marketing solutions. For those in Australia, send Petroscope in a text message to 0425-884464 and you'll get 25% on your video production in January. So, um, I, I love critical thinking and I think that when we'll uh, end this episode, we'll have like a, an additional chat. Uh, but what else would you recommend to our uh, listeners and to entrepreneurs as well in their journey and especially in the coaching or self-coaching? Yeah. Look, it, it's coming to the end of the year. Uh, New Year's Day is only a little bit not too far away. Um, and one of the most amazing processes that you could ever take yourself through is have a look at how you've evolved as a person over the year. You know, have that discussion, whether it be with a partner, by yourself, with yourself taking notes, and just have a little bit of gratitude for what you've successfully completed. Um, once you've actually come to grips with what you've actually done and how you've evolved for the year, um, I would really like for you to consider, so who are you now from that uh, evolution? You know, who have you become that you want to be moving forward? And that way when you set your goal, you can align supporting you and your new newfound values, your adjusted values, because if you were to do that process then it's easy to stay aligned. You can check back and make sure that you're staying aligned to achieve your goals. And, and that's what I'd like to share with everyone because if we work from a place of humanity and care for ourselves um, as an entrepreneur or as a person, there's no greater place to be than uh, in, in, a, in a way of being where um, you can contribute to other human beings on the planet and in a positive way. And just by doing that, um, it means that you do that for yourself first, contribute to yourself first. And, um, you know, just in case somebody 
has this thought that that's selfish. As long as it's at no cost to anyone, it's not selfish. You know, it's a gain for you. And that's what I'd like to leave people with. I think that would be really nice for people to experience that. Look, I love this and I love the goals and the better scope. Uh, but uh, talking about your journey, where are you now or have you achieved your goal in your life? Uh, or what is your goal in your life and why are you in this journey? Yeah, thanks, Lubo. That's a really good question. So as an entrepreneur, I had a problem with goals because um, every goal that I set in my first 15 to 20 years, I would achieve them. So then I felt like, hey, have you really set goals for yourself? And so I created larger goals and bigger goals. I've come to the point um, in my life where I want to do my sunset work. And what I mean by that is um, contributing to mankind, to humankind. And so my goals had to shift because I've evolved as a person. So my life goals are adaptable. The current goals that I have is my scaling business, my well-being longevity business, my son's gas cylinder business, my construction business, and more importantly, my consultancy mentoring business. You know, if, if I can help, then I'm happy. You know, and if you want to ask me, um, if, because you asked me what my goal is on my tombstone, if they had, he helped, that's it. And so I'm at that level of contribution at the moment in my life. Look, I love this, Gilbert, because, you know, like uh, uh, the topic of better scope and the purpose of the better scope is uh, to find your better scope and uh, where is your scope in your life and how you can help uh, maybe others achieve their better scope. Um, so, uh, Gilbert, uh, what kind of uh, entrepreneurs should come to you and why they should come to you and when they should come to you? It's been a really interesting question that I've been – it changes. The answer changes um, over, over the decades. Yeah? Um, the, the latest group of entrepreneurs that are coming to me are leaders who have actually hit a ceiling where they know that they're capable of more, but they also understand that they have to relinquish what consumes their mind a lot um, that holds them back from having the things in their life that they want. So what I'm noticing is people are actually entrepreneurs, um, leaders, company leaders are really wanting to reinvent themselves, not become someone they're not, but reinvent back to who they truly are and have the courage to implement that. So if, if that's a problem for somebody, then that's the person I work with. You know, um, that's where my greatest successes are because clients who come to me with that are already successful clients because they want to do the work, you know. So I, that's really general, you know. I've worked in over a 1,000 industries. So um, business is business, but a skill set is something different. So um, I can mentor anybody through business, you know, and, and leadership. That's easy but I can't gain their skill. Does that make sense? So if they're a pharmacist, I spend a lot of time in the pharmaceutical industry working with um, manufacturers, pharmaceutical uh, medicinal manufacturers, pharmacists, uh, pharmacy chains, but I'm not a pharmacist. Yeah. Yeah, but I know business really well. 
Yeah, look, I understand this, Gilbert, and, uh, but just thinking about the entrepreneurs, so like uh, what should be triggering them to come to you? Something like uh, uh, not being able to solve some problems or like uh, stacking somewhere. So what, what should be triggering them to come to you? Yeah, thanks for the clarity. So that's what I was talking about when I said somebody who um, what consumes their mind doesn't support where they want to be and they're feeling that they they really need to open up their mind to get rid of all the distractions so that they can laser their focus in who they are and implement that in all the strategies in their business and across the board because where they are now, they feel like they can't go any further but they want to. Does that make sense? Is that a better Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gilbert, uh, talking about coaching, uh, motivation or self-coaching, uh, what was good in 2023 and what should be entrepreneurs probably doing in 2024? So um, can you ask the question a different way, please, Lubo? Yeah, okay. No worries. So like it's, um, you know, so uh, let's say in marketing, so we, uh, there was like a, some kind of like a strategies in the past, strategies for 2023, strategies for 2024. And uh, uh, just with some examples that many marketers are recommending to use a lot of like a video, uh, video production, video reels to be uh, more present in social media. And doesn't matter if it's your business or it's your personal life. Uh, but what is happening? You know, like I'm not in the coaching world. So yeah. what is happening? What was good in coaching uh, in the past, maybe until whatever 2023 and what should be doing or maybe what you are applying in, or are you going to apply in 2024? Yeah, fantastic. So what I experienced in 2023 was a time of change for a lot of businesses, especially how they operate within the market segment. So what I found was go-to-market strategies were critical, backed with infrastructure. But what happened halfway through 2023 is that AI hit the world with like a meteor, you know. It's a, it's a steam, steam train on steroids. So um, 2024, I'm already seeing and experiencing not only my own companies but the people that I'm mentoring that the unique adaptation with, of AI into how they operate their businesses out into the world in their strategies is the focus for 2024. And so um, in 2022, the words were agile company, a company that can pivot. Um, we've been doing that for years, but now we've got resources that are coming to the fore so quickly and i see that being a massive focus in 2024 well look 100% agree with you and uh, you know i love ai topic as well because in in my own company so we're using a lot of like ai tools and even to create this podcast uh, but uh, yeah. in our case like we are doing like this really collaboratively uh, i will not sure if i will use the word the word integrity uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, like uh, there are so many AI tools right now that you need or to learn them. But in our case, for example, a lot of uh, remote experts in our company, when they're coming and helping some entrepreneurs, because the busy entrepreneurs, they do not have time to know about all those AI tools. So this is like it's a collaboration between um, 
a virtual assistant, a real assistant to help someone to use AI tools. So it's um, uh, it's a really good analogy. Um, so, uh, Gilbert, what will be one tip that you will give to our listeners for in for twenty twenty four? For twenty twenty four, I I touched on it a few times, little boy, in our conversation. Um, with the way business is is going um, and how quickly it's evolving, um, a lot of market segments are starting to be ripped apart and disrupted. That that popular word from two thousand nineteen, disruption. So the tip is really understand who you are, apply that into your entity, and that will be the disruption. Because the one thing AI can't do is experience trauma for solutions. So focus on yourself and applying yourself and your belief system and the the thoughts that you have into your business, and then we'll be creating unique AI. Oh, I love this. I love like I love the focusing in yourself. I love to be disruptive. So this is like it's a really, uh, really cool tips. So uh, Gilbert, where our listeners can find more about you, about what you're doing, or get in touch with you? Yeah, the best way to get in touch with me: visit the website www.businessevolutionprogram.com. Um, you'll see my picture there. There's a, a couple of surveys you can complete, but just email me. It's that simple. It's the easiest way. Um, you can reach out on my LinkedIn profile as well. Um, Lubo, I think you might have that. Um, if you haven't, I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, I really like talking on LinkedIn and, um, you know, uh, not talking on LinkedIn, but using LinkedIn as a connector. Um, it's a really good platform for me and, and the type of work I do. Well, uh, definitely. So, Gilbert, we will add your links into the show notes so our listeners will be able to get in touch with you. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate your inputs, your insights, uh, your values, your, your actually uh, values that you brought to our show about the values that entrepreneurs need to be thinking about and how they should be disruptive in 2024. So thank you for coming into BetterScope. Thank you, Lubo. I've really enjoyed the questions, the connection that we have. That's a lot of fun. And I just want to say I learned something with AI. I would like everybody to have a happy new year. Where are the balloons gone? There were balloons before. You can show like this one. <laughs> no? Oh, there we go. <laughs> happy new year to everyone listening. And thank you again, Lubo, your gentleman. No worries. No worries. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Gilbert. And thank you for joining us at BetterScope. If you like this content, be sure to like it, share it, and subscribe. See you next time on BetterScope.